Heat Media Day on this Monday. We've been busy, 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 and a man who knows a thing or two about winning. He is an NBA champion, and he played a pivotal role for the Heat in their postseason run last year. He is back. It is Kevin Love with us here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN West Palm. Uh, Kevin, I I hope you realize now, with Udonis Haslam gone, retired, you now are the, the, the wise old... Old veteran now in this heat locker room are you prepared to take on heat lifer status now yes but by wise and old i hope i i still get some time out there on the floor but i, <laughs> I, I appreciate that yeah the gray the gray hair is unbecoming i understand no not the, the gray i i actually was telling someone before the show started that i needed to tell you this if we spoke so here it goes i think the gray hair is very refined there and i can't go. think of anything more frustrating than getting a three popped in my eye by a guy with some grays that's like that's I'm good saying. stuff a little touch of gray commercial coming that's at right. you yeah, that's right I would, I would like nothing better from being a miami heat players just to get that little touch of gray <laughs> endorsement i i gotta let's let's start it off right here uh caleb you, you said this is media day 16 for 16. you um has has any off season been like this one though with all of the uncertainty around the team i mean also coming off of finals appearance yeah which is a really big high there just the weirdness of this offseason, what is it comparable to in your your longevity of uh, NBA? Yeah, off-season? I think around the league too, but certainly you know pertaining to us, it, it, there was a lot of chatter. Obviously, there was a lot of moving parts. I think there was you know nine or ten iterations of a, of this Miami Heat roster that never came to fruition. But it's it's. I've been a part of that. I can empathize because, you know, my my tenure, at least, you know, within the four years that we went to the NBA Finals in Cleveland, that I was a part of so many trade scenarios. Kyrie was as well, but definitely myself the whole time I was there. Was I being traded when the trade deadline came around, when the offseason came around? What's going to happen? This guy adds value. We can get this for him. We can get this player. So I've been there before. I've seen it. I think that's part of being that old man that uh you know has the tenure in the league 16 uh 16 years now um i think that there's something to that for sure but no here we are landing spot i think you know you 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 know certain people have plans certain team have plans and you see within the last week uh how different the league looks especially the eastern conference how Mm. different the eastern conference looks now and it just that just goes to show you life comes at you fast this league is is unforgiving and what have you done for me lately and it just continues to happen at a a very fast pace kevin along that same vein and i can't imagine how stressful it is uh to be sitting there and have your name bandied about in all these (laughs) trade iterations and you're someone who has been lauded through your career is being loyal to the organizations that you're playing for Uh, there's been a lot of discussion this offseason about player empowerment i I mean where do you stand on this because it just seems like you can be rumored and proposed and then as soon as you feel like you've done your job for an organization for upwards of eight nine ten years and as soon as you try to dictate your future then the critics and the pitchforks come out what do you make of that Yeah, no, I mean, I'm all for player empowerment, right? I think, you know, so often uh, people look, you know, when a situation doesn't quite work out that the player is always blamed, but in some cases, rightfully so, but we don't tend to ever look anywhere else and and point the blame anywhere else, which I think is uh, certainly a lapse in judgment and, and overlooked quite a bit. But then you have 
you know, scenarios and, and, and uh, you know, certain things like, you know, the Dame situation as well as, you know, the James Harden situation. Those are different in their entirety and they have layers of complexity to them that make them very different. But who's right, who's wrong, you know, relationship with the front office, calling out the front office, calling out management, calling like I, I, I don't know if, if that, you know, the proper way, that is the proper way to, to go about it. I understand if, if somebody wants to win, if they think, you know, a different scenario or different outlook or different team or fresh start is going gonna, is gonna to help them both mentally and for their family and what they want to get done legacy wise. But there's certainly a way to do it and a way that I feel that, you know, player empowerment is used in a very positive connotation and then there's the other side of that as well and I think that we've seen seen both and uh, I think it's probably been the last yeah five seven ten years where we've seen a number of scenarios that have played out uh, in a very good space and not so good space I mean, a, a guy that was a, a championship teammate of yours is a big spark of, of all it. of that. That's why I say, what was that, like 10, uh, you know, what, 12 years yeah. ago now, something yeah. like that? Yeah. So I guess it's been even longer than that. Speaking of Miami Heat acquisitions, um, they, they got a guy in the first round this year in Jaime Jaquez Jr., yeah. a fellow UCLA guy. Yeah. I mean, just what, what's been your first impressions? When did you first meet him? I'm sure you knew him before. I did, yeah. What, just by yeah. being around, sorry, there uh, around UCLA's campus, he's probably my most watched and favorite college basketball player because I watched so many UCLA games. I loved his competitive nature. I loved his his game or love his game. I, I appreciate how hard he plays, how hard he works, and has continued to get better year in and year out. So I think he fits exactly who we are, what we want to get done, and I think he'll be, uh, you know, really seamlessly, you know, kind of flow into this team and training camp and this year is going to uh, hopefully be very special, uh, initiating him into what we're doing and having him be a rookie in this league. Uh, I couldn't think of a better place for him. Kevin, better hair between him and Jimmy for media day? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Jimmy because, I mean, that's just an absolutely special look. But, yeah, Triple J, he, uh, you know, he has that flow going, throws that, that, that headband on and lets it go. I can't, I can't be mad at that either. Kevin Love with us here on ESPN 106.3, LaVica, Theo, and Stone, Miami Heat Media Day, and it's good to have Kevin Love here for a couple of minutes. You, you've played for a number of coaches in your career, Kevin, but you're now under the tutelage of Eric Spolstra, and just your assessment is someone who's seen a lot of, of how Spo has been able to have this longevity in his coaching career with one team where he's really an institution now in yeah. the sport. What sets Spo apart i think it's his process it's his attention to detail it's his you know willingness to consistently put in the work day after day i mean nobody works as hard as him and that shows i think it's you know kind of from where he started in this league to how he built himself to where he is now i don't think that that's lost on him i think he tries to wring that towel out and get as much as he can out of every single day and i think that's what makes him special i mean we look over there and and really feel like we have an advantage um, you know no matter who we're playing against no matter what coach is out there for uh, the other team. We look over there and understand that Eric Spolster gives us a, a unique advantage uh, from that perspective. Kevin, really appreciate the time. Thank uh, you. And uh, I know you've got camp at FAU coming up. There's a big man up there, great vision. His name's Giancarlo Rosado. If you run into him, teach him the outlet pass if you could. <laughs> okay. And uh, we'll go from there. But thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you. All right, that is Kevin Love with us here on ESPN 106.3.